You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 82 for January 28th, 2016. This week we talk about furries, Donald Trump smut, body hair, deactivating Facebook accounts, and Chelsea Handler doing drugs. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Hi, everybody. Uh, hey. Oh my god, I am already done with you, I think. <laughs> well, Joe was like saying when I when Joe and I uh, I first called Joe tonight, he was like, You sound way too exuberant. <laughs> you sound way too happy. You were happy. so peppy. I was like, You are way too peppy for <laughs> me, this situation in my life right now. <laughs> Tone it down like 80 notches. <laughs> Just had to make sure you were on my level. I mean, you know. How are you doing? How's everybody? Uh, yeah, I think everyone's good. I have the whole gang here. Just me and Great. me. And how are you? You started <laughs> classes uh, yesterday. Yeah, so I'm, I'm back in school, LOL. Um, but it's just the first week back. And so it's just all, you know, basic introductory syllabus bullshit. And so, right. um, yeah, I just have been going to class. And when I'm not going to class, I'm either eating or sleeping like a real college student so are there any classes that you're like really excited about this semester not really it's more kind of grungy just general stuff like that i'm taking a psych class which will be really interesting because then it'll i'll finally realize how legitimately insane i am and then like every person who does an introductory psychology class they're like oh my god like i'm an expert in psychology now like i'm totally like i know exactly how your brain works so I'm going to be that wow. annoying person. After you this. are going to, and I'm going to have to shut you down every week. I'm fine <laughs> with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like that you don't already shut me down every week for other things. Uh... <laughs> you know, I could, I just realized this while you were talking. Mm. If I had um, ca- uh, continued with college, like on my normal route, I could be one of your professors right now. That is horrifying. And like, don't even tell me that right now. <laughs> what if you walked into class and it was just me. What if you walked into every one of your classes and it was me in different wigs? I Honestly, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we have talked about this before on a podcast. And it's disconcerting to me because like it was last time you said me in different wigs also. And so you, I think that you have this weird schoolgirl fantasy of you being a professor. And it's like you in like all these different wigs. I'm just imagining you in like a pencil skirt with like your Barbara wig on. <laughs> And you're like I bending over the for the kids in the front row. Just like, oops, I, would, I dropped my pencil. The frat guys. Oh, my God. I would be like calling them back to my office. I don't even care how inappropriate I need the entire is. football team to my office at like 530, please. <laughs> Everyone bring a pack of hot dogs and a tube of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then to just like, because obviously you're going to scream the entire time. So you just have like American dad blaring in the background. And it's just like Roger. Because that is really, my... you know. Where did I derail in life? That's what I could have been doing. I'm, or maybe instead of doing what you're doing right now, doing a, a podcast with like a 14 year old girl, you should be making or writing horrible porn like plot lines. I was just talking to Chris and Elliot about this literally 15 minutes ago. You would be so good at that because the well, shit well, that goes we were... through your brain is insane. <laughs> I actually, no, oh my God. I'm just reaching down beside my desk. I have a clipboard full of ideas 
that I just now have been writing down over the past like 20 minutes of um, like sci-fi smut to do. And this is all stemmed from a link uh, Chris sent me. Wow, this is a great transition. Oh my God, have it's like seen... we're professionals. Oh my God, we're so professional. <laughs> I'm sure professionals just every week go on and on about how professional they are. I mean, isn't that their, that's like 90% of the job. It's like, I'm a professional. <laughs> have you heard about this uh, new Kindle book called Trump, Tem- Trump Temptations, The Billionaire and the Bellboy? Wait, is this what I think it's going to be? Because I am in full support of this. But no, I haven't heard of this, I don't think. But it if, is. if this is Donald Trump's smut fan fiction, I'm all about it. It is that you pay for. I think I don't think it's more than um, I'm not the one who did most of the research on it. Chris is. Mm-hmm. But I think it's only like 10 pages long. But oh. um, you get a little you know how you get the preview on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Uh, a message to readers is on Ooh, the first page. It a says, message to readers. It says, stop. What the fuck are you doing? Seriously. <laughs> why are you reading this shit? I wrote this really fucking drunken in four hours. This is really bad. And it's meant to be really bad. You paid real actual money for this shit. You need to reevaluate your life. But thanks for reading my fucking garbage, I guess. <laughs> oh, my so God. So you know it's going to be good. Um, um, I kind of want a full length review of this 10 page smut novel. One of the first sentences is, My loins trembled as the scent of toupee adhesive and spray tan swept through my nasal cavity. Oh <laughs> my god. It already has 185 reviews and it is rated five stars. I mean, so... It's... So I'm pretty sure it's great literature. I'm pretty sure this is this guy is the new voice of our generation okay so i guess the real question i have here is what are the legitimate requirements for a novel digital or physical to become the number one new york times bestseller i actually don't know i don't know how those they don't uh, actually tell people how those numbers are calculated Ooh, so it's Um, like you know secret men in the back that are like this one goes to the top well, I think what they do is there are certain Barnes and Noble stores and certain like physical bookstores that they count sales from. Interesting. Um, that's the last thing I read about it, but that was probably in like 2011 that I was reading about that. Mm-hmm. But well, I if there's knows? a digital only equivalent of the New York Times bestseller list, then I hope this makes it to the top of that list because well, there is the Amazon list. Oh, so where is it list. on the on their their top list so far? Well, I mean, um, I guess people can review a book like they don't have yeah, to buy the book. Pages long. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, like, they don't have to actually buy the book before they review it, do they? Uh, no, I don't think so. But listen to this. Okay, it's number. Number 374, paid in Kindle store. Ooh. It's number one in um, LGBTQ whatever erotica. Ooh. It's number one in erotica, and it's number one in LGBT. Well, fuck you, Fifty Shades of Grey. There's a new girl in town, and there... she has a toupee. <laughs> so. Can you imagine this being a full-length movie? It is 10 pages. It's actually Honestly, 10 pages. That I, okay, so th- I, I never saw Fifty Shades of Grey. I never read the book because I can't read. But I would pay cold, hard cash to see this 10-page smut novel about Donald Trump in theaters. I would, like, I would have no shame. I would proudly walk in that theater pay that 1750 
to watch this shitty. It would probably be about 20 minutes long. I would. It would be perfect. Well worth my money. Know, I want to know if this is legal, like because there's a picture of Donald Trump on the cover. Mm. And I don't know. It says at the beginning this is a work of fiction, a really bad one, but a work of fiction nonetheless. All characters in this book, including those inspired by real people, are fake. Everything in this book is fake. And after this book, my parents' love for me will also probably be fake. <laughs> <laughs> I want to marry whoever so, made this. <laughs> he's 22, apparently. I'm reading his uh, bio right now. Oh, my God. 22 I'm 22. Old, the comedian, very bad author of very awful things. Um. He there's I already spot a spelling error. So you, you guys would be perfect together. Perfect. That's I, I, I'm already <laughs> planning the wedding. I'm already there. You're meant for each other. So, yeah, I thought that's where I got the idea that maybe I should be writing. Obviously, there's a market for this shit. You know? Obvi- uh, I mean, how many reviews does this have on Amazon? Like 500 plus and it's at five stars. Like, obviously, 185 uh, customer reviews. Oh, but okay. I was like. I could like I could get drunk and write 10 pages in four hours. That's like nothing that that's. Yeah, you're a writing major. Come on. So yeah, you may be you may be uh, seeing me release some books in 2016. I mean, finally, you've been talking about that like tell all for the past 800 years. (laughs) Who knows if that'll ever happen? Haven't been working on it. Instead, you could just be writing smut novels about who else would you write about? Like. Zach well, Efron, see, I want to do well, no, I, I'm truly afraid of getting like I would be afraid for this person, even though this is like parody or whatever, mm-hmm. of like Donald Trump going after them. Well, because the I mean, is, his face is on the cover. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't I don't know the legality situation. I had several classes about um, nonfiction legality issues mm-hmm. in school, but my focus was not fiction, so I don't understand the rules. Yeah, because, well, I know, like, slander lawsuits and, like, the whole thing of, like, suing someone for slander is a very gray area in, like, mm-hmm. the complete legal retrospective things. But also there's, you know, there's parody law that's protected under copyright and stuff like that. But right. I, I, it's, it's like, where do they intersect? To the, and, like, how much money and power do you have in order to hire a decent enough lawyer to sue someone for this? But... I hope it's protected under every law known to man because this is art and art should be protected. And um, I love me. how like you have not even been to the Amazon page and you're like declaring this a work of art. So. I mean, it, everything's a work of art if you look at this it in the right lens. Like um, how every time your favorite thing is something that you have only just ordered and haven't even received. In I the saw mail a yet. picture of this rice cooker <laughs> and it's my favorite thing this week. Let it be known that that rice cooker was one of the best purchases I ever made in 2015. So what, the I rice made, cooker? Yes, it was. Okay. And um, so I predicted correctly. So back okay, off. Okay, well, congratulations. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. And I'm proud that you're still going strong. Um, I mean, you know, I, one thing I, I do actually want to bring up is since we were talking about Donald Trump, I feel like that we should talk about furries, right? Uh, we can talk about furries. I just got done watching some furry videos. So what? OK, because you mentioned this before and I have some other things to tag along in like the whole furry genre. But um, you and Chris and Elliot were watching furry videos for some reason. And I'm, I want to know why. I honestly don't know why. It just, <laughs> it is, just happened. Why does any of the why do any of these things happen on the Internet? Oh we God. were watching um, furry dance competitions. Like, oh, I didn't know this group. even existed. I 
wasn't aware of it either. It's very jarring. It's very startling. Um, <laughs> oh. It's it's okay. So there there appear to be a couple different kinds of like situations. Like there's always judges, mm-hmm. and then like there's either a stage or like somewhere where they perform, and they go up there and they they do their thing. And some of them, it seems like they just go up there and wing it. Like mm-hmm. it looks like no preparation. Us, no preparation. Looks like us dancing like in our bathroom mirrors. You know what I mean? Like horrible oh, yeah. dancing. Yes. But then there were some. I was severely impressed. They were like groups of like two to five. And they had like entire like 15 minute dances choreographed. Jesus. And it was amazing. I, there were a few where I was like, I would let that furry fuck me. Like... <laughs> Just based on those dance moves, I can tell. It's a slippery slope, Joe. And slide it in. (laughs) That is literally my thought process with them. But most of them were pretty. I don't. I don't. For being. Do we have any furries who listen? I don't think we attract that audience. Surely. I I don't know. What do you think? I mean, honestly, (laughs) anything's possible. Anything's possible. I. It's. It's something I don't understand. But True, it doesn't yeah, I, mean I disapprove of it. Yeah, that, that's that's how I am. Like I, I have a, I have a couple friends on Tumblr. Like the only the amount of furry fandom that I am like exposed to is always in the bubble the, that is Tumblr. I have right. one blog blogger that I follow, and he um, reblogs like some perfume stuff and some J-pop stuff, and um, they also reblog some furry stuff. So I, it kind of comes along with the territory, but it's nothing like horrible. But um, I guess no, like one, porn. Not I mean, it's it's smutty and like whatever, but it's not like full on dragon with a dildo like things <laughs> <Right>. like that. <laughs> um, but I guess I'm going to have to watch this furry dancing video because I, I'm always impressed. There are with, a with, lot. I, I'm always impressed with like people who choreograph dances in general. But there's a whole other aspect. I'm just trying to think of this logistically of doing a dance while also being in like a furry mascot suit like that yeah, is not it that is a hindrance like that is that's probably way more difficult to do that than not wearing it i assume i feel like you would be you need to be very physically fit in oh, yeah. some way i guess or else i don't know i just don't want to like smell the inside of that suit after the dance do you oh, know what God. i mean yeah no mm-mm. i don't know if you were this is going to be an interesting question if you were a furry what animal would you choose to be so uh, I do know a little bit about furries in the sense where this is called your fursona. Okay. <laughs> like what animal would you be? That would be your, instead of persona, be a fursona. Um, I have no idea. I absolutely have no idea. Like maybe like a giraffe or something. Like how do you. I can see I you know. as like a chipmunk. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Like maybe a chipmunk with like. I don't know. Or Everything sloth. I was just every literally every single thing that came into my head just now was so offensive <laughs> that I just had to shut it down you're immediately. Small and you're fat and you eat constantly <laughs> no. and you're useless and no one likes no. you in society. <laughs> and literally I, I was there was a stream of jokes that went across my brain and every single one was shot they got, down. They got the red X on them. They got and they the just red passed X through. <laughs> I, I I would take chipmunk. What about you? Do you have any anything that comes to mind? Like what animal speaks to you? 
Well, I, I would like to be a. So I assume you have to be something furry. Yes, right? I assume. Um, because I would want to be. I would want to be a snake, but I don't know if that. Oh, I've seen lizards. I've seen some Ooh, lizards yeah. dancing, mm-hmm. but no. I think I would be a rabbit because that's my Chinese zodiac sign, mm-hmm. and um, I think I would. So, okay. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> Sometimes I think the wolves are hot. <laughs> oh my god! I think I think we have a closet furry in the podcast, no! and I think that it's Joe. No! <laughs> when did, when they're out there dancing, there was like these ones. I swear there were like frat guys under there, and I there was just like I would let that wolf pack like hunt me down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd let that wolf pack take me to the pound, if you know what I mean. <laughs> It's horrifying. <laughs> That's so funny that you were recently watching uh, furry dance videos. Um, yes. Because I-, I was reading an article today and the headline is Tony the Tiger can't tweet without furries begging him for sex. <laughs> and these are real tweets from real human beings that are that have personas online. See, like this is this is the what thing a that fucking world we live okay, in. That, this, That's all okay. I gotta say. When Tumblr, when the little furry island of Tumblr leaks out into the real world, we get fucking like internet things like this where people are like, "What the fuck is this?" So, um, it all started with a tweet from someone. It was it's like at radioactive moth. Or I, his avatar is like the angry bird from the new angry bird movie i don't know if that's like a furry thing now like are people gonna start oh no i wanted to see that movie Ooh, really actually it didn't look too bad it looks better than the minions movie yeah it looks better than some animated movies these days but anyway so this person said can we get a nude for all the furries out there at tony the tiger now at tony the tiger is the an actual twitter account for tony the tiger which is the mascot for Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. They're not sponsoring right. this podcast. I wish. Uh, God, uh, cover me in Frosted Flakes. Um, and so then, <laughs> uh, obviously, this Twitter account is just like promo material for Kellogg's. It's like whatever. Like, anyways. So then a bunch of other furries got on the bandwagon and um, started replying to tweets from this Tony the Tiger Twitter page. And one of them said, it's like a picture of Tony the Tiger. And it said, I hope I get um, pranked or something. Um, and then someone replied, I hope I get spanked by Tony. And then another one said, I hope Tony ties me up. And it just like it keeps going down. And then <laughs> people are just like, <laughs> it's just awful. But then what happened? So it, obviously this person or the person running this account wasn't um, acknowledging these tweets. But Obvious. then, yeah, of course, then the Twitter account started blocking all of these furries. Oh, that's kind of mean. Well, the thing is, it's like, okay, well, I guess if they're like sexual, it's like sexual harassment. Well, I guess. Th- that's the thing is a lot of these tweets are like, send dick pics. Please fist okay, me, Tony yeah. the Tiger. Like, give me your cummies, <laughs> daddy sort oh. of thing. And like, I feel like that you you are in you are in the clear if you want to block those people. But of course, then all these furries are like so fucking angry. So then, <laughs> then they go tweeting at Chester Cheetah, who is <laughs> the furry mascot for Cheetos. And Chester Cheetah is just going along with it and like tweeting at these furries and just like apparently all the furries are boycotting Tony the Tiger. 
and they're all on the Chester Cheetah bandwagon. So that is your furry update for the rest of your life because I'm probably never going to talk about furries again. So I do like it. See, I think the whole like sexual harassment thing is too far, but I do enjoy it when brands like play along and like tweet actually tweet funny things you know yes, what i mean totally totally like um burger king and wendy's had a spat this week on twitter oh yeah where... i read about that but i never looked at the tweets oh it was just something like um burger king is offering this deal and then someone was like wendy's what are you gonna offer and they said edible food or something mm-hmm. like that and everyone went crazy but i love it when you know twitter's like that professional... brand interaction Right, exactly. And they interact funny. Like uh, Taco Bell used to have a good Twitter person. I don't know if they still oh, yeah. do. But I remember that. That was back in the day. But don't you? Okay, here's my question about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Out of Chester Cheetah and Tony Tiger, wow, they are very similar. I never realized one's a tiger and one's a cheetah. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's like in their name. Um, <laughs> which one would you want to get with? Oh, Tony the Tiger, totally. Really? Why? Yes. I don't know, because he's like bigger and like muscly and I don't know. He has a deep yeah. voice. Chester Cheetah is kind of a like a twink. Yeah, he's kind of like lanky and I don't know. Like I've seen pictures of Chester Cheetah. Like, and like we have the same body type. Yeah, you and Chester Cheetah are very similar in the fact we that are you, very, we're like you, noodle bodies. You both have Cheeto, Cheeto fingers, but you haven't eaten Cheetos in like 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, can you just imagine that fingering you? Oh, <laughs> what a podcast. Like, oh my God. You'd have to use a wet wipe afterward. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, talk about an infection orange. waiting to happen. Oh my what God. If he, what if he had just eaten like the flaming ones? And that you need to go to the fucking hospital. <laughs> you need a milk enema. That's what you'd need. <laughs> What are we, we talking are asking, about? What the we're fuck? asking the hard hitting questions here, and I appreciate your honest answers. <sighs> well, so, so I guess I'm, I just want to close this out with like, I don't understand. So people legitimately got angry. Like they were, if you're going to tweet Tony the Tiger, quote, give me your cummies daddy, end quote, and you're surprised that you got blocked and you're like mad about it, get your priorities in check. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's very that's valid. That's they uh, need to they need to realize that they can't say that to people. On put the your tail back between your legs and go back to Tumblr Island where you belong. So furries like I don't really I don't know if I understand the furry culture super well. I mean, um, I don't really either. I'm just I'm talking from very little experience in communication with one furry on the Internet. I take it they like like human human-based animals or something not like animals i don't really understand yeah i i what's that called like uh there's a term for like putting a, like, a human like anthropomorphic yes. is An- that the anthropomorphic word? that's the word i don't even um, know if it is i i guess like the majority of them i'm assuming because like all the furry stuff that pops on my dash is like that i could so. get down with someone like with like having me not being in a fur suit but like if i were dating someone if you Mm -hmm. were dating someone and they were like you know every once in a while i like to put on this this wolf suit and Mm -hmm. that's how we're gonna have sex what would and you really liked the person and you were like what would you do 
I feel like that if it if it was like a an occasional thing, like if it was like, oh, every time we have to have sex, I have to be in a fursuit. I'd be like, mm, I mean, I'm not really into that. And right. I kind of, you know, whatever. But if it was like a, a once in a while thing, I probably wouldn't be bothered. I'd be like, I'm open to that. Like, whatever. I just it's not a constant thing. You know, I don't know. It's like not every time I hook up. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's like every time I hook up with someone, I don't want to like do anal right away. Like sometimes I just want to suck your dick. Oh my god, I do. It's like anal (laughs) or GTFO. That is my life motto. I mean, sorry, my BMs are not on the same fucking clock moon schedule as yours, so I I can't like like, you know turn it down to the second of like when I'm going to be completely clean. I can. I am amazing, and everybody should know that. Listening, just want you to know. This is your PSA. Public oh service God. announcement. Joe's asshole is in tune with the moon. So <laughs> now you know it's official. Hashtag confirmed. If you hear me outside howling, put it's on your first suit. Get over here. <laughs> Do a little dance. Speaking of fuck? online friends, uh-huh. is that, what we were, that sort of ties in, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. You tried. Um, we should move away from this first suit. <laughs> yeah, we should. Well. <laughs> We've already dug ourselves a hole, you know, whatever. We've probably offended people. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this article on The Independent about uh, some study saying most of your Facebook friends, I thought this was obvious, and I thought most people knew this. Mm-hmm. It says most of your Facebook friends don't care about you and probably wouldn't even sympathize with your problems, according to a new study. Um, it says, on average, according to new research, you can only really depend on four of them. Ooh, four. I wonder yeah, what four I don't of those know. people are. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how they got that number, but it was very weird. It's like the um, purge. Like, I have to kill everyone off except for four real friends. Which real friends would those be? I have I toyed know. with the idea of, probably for about the past year, this has been on my mind. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to shut to not delete my Facebook, but I do want to disable it. Yeah. And I know that um, I've had friends who have disabled their Facebooks in the past, and it's because they were too addicted to it. But it's yeah. the opposite for me. I don't use it, and I actually don't want people to be able to find me on it or even communicate with me on it. Like, I log yeah. in once a day to look at birthdays, but that's literally it. And I also look at the news section occasionally to get mm-hmm. news stories, but I don't know. I don't use Facebook. But then yeah. I think, like... My my both my parents are on Facebook mm-hmm. and that's really big to them. That's the only social network they're a part of. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been wanting to shut it to just deactivate it for a while and see how I feel. But yeah, I, 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 I kind of I, I definitely have that same feeling. My sister has deactivated her Facebook or deleted her Facebook like many, many, many times. She's three years older than me. Um, And she's I don't know. I, I guess it was just more of a thing for her when Facebook started up is just like you know, deactivating it and deleting it and whatever. But she she would always come back to it. And currently she doesn't have a Facebook account. I don't know if she'll get back into it since there's so many other social networks. Like back in the day, there was either Facebook or MySpace. And that was basically it. Right. Um, and so you kind of had to come crawling back because there really wasn't anything else. But now she's active on Instagram and Twitter and she has a bunch of blogs that she follows, etc. So I don't know if she even has a need for Facebook. I kind of use Facebook the same way that you do. Um, in the sense where I don't use Facebook to catch up with people like I, I, I'm i not going to Facebook to look at other people's lives. Um, I go to Facebook to look at the news feed on the side because it's surprisingly useful. 
It um, is. I do enjoy like, that news feed. Because it, it curates stuff locally and it curates stuff from like national and worldwide and it kind of combines it in. But I follow like back in the day, I used to use a program called Google Reader, which is an RSS reader. And it kind of aggregates all of your like all these blogs that you follow into like a really nice list. And they just continue to. Yeah. R.I.P. I loved it to death. And um, I loved it. I don't know why that was like the thing that they decided to discontinue. I know they wanted to put resources elsewhere, I guess. But oh, my God, how much work because it could it have taken up to do that? I know. You know literally. I mean? And I, I never had a decent RSS like no i, I just, hate all the others like people are like use flipboard and i'm like no like it's it's just not the same and like i just uh, i'm expecting i i read rss and and things regarding blogs in the way the google reader presented it to me so i i kind of replaced google reader with facebook like i follow a lot of like tech blogs and fashion blogs and a lot of stuff on facebook so 90 percent of my feed is just their articles like the little synopsis of their article and then a click through to like you know, Gawker or Jezebel or Lifehacker or, you know, these other sites. And so I'm mainly using it as kind of an RSS feed. And I, I don't really fucking care about people that are legitimately my friends on Facebook. And I don't think they do either. Like, well, only four of them do, apparently. apparently. On average, about four of them. I can tell you I'm not one of those four. Oh, God, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> God knows you don't give a shit. Like, we knew this. My average would be zero. Mm-hmm. On I average, I care about zero. Yeah, about zero. Yeah. That's a good point, though. I think I never. The only things that show up on my Facebook feed are the Kardashians and mm-hmm. uh, a perfume group that I follow. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I, I think I have pretty much everyone except for like maybe a few family members hidden from my timeline just because it's not that I. You know, I mean, I have really good friends who I do care about what's going on in their life, but I don't need to see it every day. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't. There's I don't know. I don't know. And maybe that's my problem, but I don't think it helps. I don't think it's a good thing when you when I don't know. I think I have a problem with comparing myself to others and I don't want to see that. That's not just a you problem. That's an everything problem. That's a generational problem. That's a very psychological problem. And Totally. I completely agree with you. It's like, oh, you see all these, you know, pictures of people going to Harvard or like doing, uh, oh, I'm a teacher now. Oh, I'm pregnant. Blah, <laughs> well, blah, blah. nobody from my hometown went to Harvard. But <laughs> I mean, I, there's a couple of people that I know that are currently at Harvard and I'm just like, OK, whatever. So then you you obviously you're comparing your life to theirs and like you went on a completely different path and like you're not looking at it subjectively. You're looking at it like, oh, like I'm not at Harvard. Therefore, that I'm a piece of trash. And then. It just it definitely I totally see where it can just spew out negative thoughts and how you think about yourself. And so, yeah, the less Facebook, the better. There wasn't wasn't there a study that came out um, and I I think they talked about it like last week or something in the news about how the less you use Facebook, the happier people are or something like that. I feel like there have been several studies like around that, even if there haven't, we'll just say that there have been. Who cares if you get your if this is your news source, look at your life. Yeah, look at your life. I would. I would say, even if that weren't a real study, that that is definitely applicable applicable to me. Like the more if I were to go on Facebook, I don't I would probably end up on an ex's page. I would probably you know what I mean? Yeah, like end up from. mm -hmm. And then there are all these people I still get friends requests 10 years later 
from people from high school that I wasn't friends with. And I'm like, I really, I don't want to know what you're doing. I did. Exactly. And I don't want you to know what I'm doing. I just yeah. don't want you to know. And like, fa- Facebook at the end of the day is just one giant dick showing competition. Like that's all it is. It's like, look at all these great achievements that I've done. And what else are you going to do? Just look at it subjectively. No, you're going to compare it to everyone else. It's like, you know, it's, it's like the worst click in high school ever. Oh, did we talk about that girl who faked a trip? Oh, I maybe that sounds kind of familiar, I but did. I don't know. Uh, she faked an entire trip on Facebook or on social media. I would media. so do that and be like, I'm loving Mumbai. <laughs> like, it's great. And I'm like in a coffee shop in Missoula, just like hating my life. Like, Mumbai is great. She just like <laughs> photoshopped herself into all of these things. I assume it, I think she said it was like a social experiment or something. I don't have any of the articles pulled up, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think she said she wouldn't do it again because I think people were. When people found out they were not super happy with our family members isn't, isn't the Isn't the point for them to not find out? Like, Well, no, no, no. She did it as like an experiment. And then I oh, think she okay. like recorded them finding out. Oh, or something. Okay. So gotcha. I, I don't know. It was a weird situation. <sighs> Who has that much time on your hands? Honestly. I don't know. I, I guess if you're an artist, you have a lot of time on your hands because you don't it's have art. anything. You don't have a job. <laughs> I'm doing performance <laughs> art <laughs> on Facebook and I am telling people that I wrote this smut novel about Donald Trump and it's only 10 pages long and I'm just wondering if people are going to like me. So It just seems like a nice way to get cash. Right, though? Right. Just write shitty smut novels and then have it go viral. Like, free money. All you got to do. All you got to do. Speaking of going viral... Um, Apple has gone viral recently because there have been more rumors about the new iPhone. And the one thing that people are really and uh, ups, getting upset about and me included, and I wanted to bring this up because I want your opinion, Joe, is that there's rumors that Apple is going to remove the three and a half millimeter headphone jack out of the iPhone. I think they'll fucking regret that with their lives. I agree. I, my, the whole reason I got a new phone recently was because or like one of the main reasons was because my headphone jack was messing up and I couldn't listen to my music. And yeah. I don't want Bluetooth headset. I really yeah, hate requires... the idea of no, having yeah. to put batteries in it and having to charge it. And then like, I don't want, I really don't like my Bluetooth to be on. Bluetooth is mm-hmm. not safe at all. And <laughs> no. I don't want anyone to have any sort of access to the nudes on my phone. And <laughs> I don't need that security flaw in my life. And I want well, to listen you, to music. You say hi to Kimmy Schmidt in the bunker <laughs> while you're down there, you know, turning off your Bluetooth and making sure that Wi-Fi isn't available because you have your fucking tinfoil hats on. But Bluetooth I agree with you. Bluetooth is really not. It's really not. I mean, every article I read about Bluetooth, everyone always says how unsafe it is. Yeah. Like you just hack into I'm I'm no computer whiz, you know me. But <laughs> I'm no wizard, but <laughs> I'm no wizard. But I read the news. And I'm pretty sure that Bluetooth me. gives you cancer. <laughs> I I oh I feel like it's going to be a rumor. I feel like they know that's got to be a stupid move, right? I mean, well, they come they sell those fucking things with headphones. Exactly. You know, I don't know. What do you think? A lot of people that are that have been talking about this and have been like, you know, 
have been okay with this. They compare it to, well, you know, the remember the old ports on computers that were they were called like the PS2 port where you put you plug in your mouse and your keyboard. It was oh, like yeah. purple and green. Like they got rid of those and people were like, what the fuck? And then people got used to it. And then Apple replaced the 30 pin connector with the lightning connector. And people were like, oh, what about all my things? And then people got used to it. The thing about and so people are like, well, you know, Apple's going to replace the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack and people are going to be all up in arms and then they're going to get used to it because it's happened with everything before. Here's the thing. Um, the 30 pin connector was not a standard. It was an Apple proprietary, whatever the all these other ports that Apple has like shat out and been like, we're done with this, like Firewire, like it's, you know, whatever. The 3.5 millimeter headphone jack has been a standard since like the dawn of time. And the thing about it is that it's like there's no other equivalent for it. If you have Bluetooth running, it's going to drain your battery. Um, the sound quality going like Bluetooth's made leaps and bounds over the years with like the amount of audio quality that it can send to a device. But it's not near the point of having a hard wire in, even if it is analog. Um, it's just it's a sh- it's a stupid, stupid move. And are they I know that you can also plug in headphones in like the charging thing. Yeah, like I, I guess most people are like either it's going to be a bl- it's either it's only going to have Bluetooth earbuds or it's going to be a proprietary headphone jack that plugs into the lightning connector. That and would I'm like, piss me off because then I would want to go buy my own headphones. Exactly. It's like either either it's going to have a lightning connector built in instead of a, a headphone jack or you're going to need to buy fucking like a $50 goddamn dongle that sticks out of your phone that converts. So and then what's the point? Like, what is the fucking point? So I guess they I I feel like phone makers keep trying to look for more and more ways to save room on like yeah, the true. outside of the phone because they want the covers to like fit really nicely or something. I have no fucking idea. I mean, thin is in, thin phones are in, like whatever, but I like thin phones, but oh my god, you've got to I mean, I don't know what the point is. We either need to find a stronger fucking metal or we need to cuz there are all those YouTube videos now that are bend tests for phones, which is so funny. And it's like, uh do we not see the problem here if there are all of these fucking uh YouTube channels basically dedicated to bending phones? Maybe we should start making like stronger phones or I have no idea what the solution is. Well, it's because but... that I don't know, people are are obsessed with getting the phone thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner and like I don't care. Like, my phone is thin enough. I'd rather have a headphone jack. Like, I'll make that sacrifice. Exactly. I need a headphone jack. It's just like, it's it's like getting rid of a USB port in a computer. It's like, we're going to make a computer. Oh, wait, no, Apple's already done that with their new MacBook, haven't they? They've completely I have no re- idea. Do they, not, do they not have any, like, USB well, they, or anything? They, in, in the newest MacBook, they have one port, and it's a, it's a USB-C port. Um, oh. which is the type of port in your phone, I think, because you have the, the Nexus 6P. Yep. And, like, it, you have to do everything from that port. Like, there aren't any other ports on the computer. That but, like, seems imag- really dumb because, like, it's really hard to find chargers for this phone right now. <laughs> exactly, because it's a new standard and, like, there aren't any things around. And, like, and imagine, like, oh, you only have one port. Your The port goes kaput and you can't do anything. You're, you basically have a fucking paperweight. But imagine oh. imagine any other computer without a standard USB port like that's like it's the same thing as removing uh, in my mind. It's the same thing as removing a headphone jack from a phone as it is removing all USB ports from a computer. It's stupid and it's a standard. Like, what are you doing? There's 
there and there's no decent replacement for it right now there's no reason to replace it anyway i just don't yeah i i i feel like they're trying to make a phone without like any holes in it <laughs> yeah take the screen off like just just make a piece like, of metal just like have a sheet of aluminum and then sell it for four hundred dollars uh probably <laughs> in like four years if we're still doing this podcast there will be some new phone out and we're gonna sound like such old fogies right now all right though i every time i think every time i get a new phone or like a new phone comes out and it has all of these new technologies i'm like that it can't get any better like i exactly. don't i don't know what they could add and then they add something else and it's like blows my fucking mind. And I'm like, I never knew I needed this. And now I need it. Like this, Sp- the yeah. fingerprint scanner. I don't know how I ever did not have a fingerprint scanner. And that's the one thing I miss from my old phone is that it had a fingerprint scanner and this one doesn't. It that's blows the my one mind. Thing I miss. And, and it blows my mind how well it works too. Like if yeah, the Nexus 6P is like ridiculously accurate with their fingerprint sensor. Like you just have to have it resting and then your phone just unlocks. Exactly. Like I it's never have there. to be my lock screen anymore. Like you don't even think about it. No, I just, I pick it up and I, I use it. It's weird. And I know that it's safe because I... Okay, obviously we've uh, established that I'm I always have my phone's password protected, blah, blah, blah. Um, Encrypted, you know, because NSA, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Like with my (laughs) with my old phone, I had a password to um, even, you know, get past the lock screen, even if I only put it down for like two seconds. Like Mm -hmm. it was always password. So if I was having a text conversation with someone, I was always having to type in that password. Yeah. And now i don't even think about it it's just oh my god and like buying stuff with your fingerprint it's dangerous yeah it's fucking you, dangerous. D- you just have to tap it and you're done you made I a purchase made some in-app purchases today for like Ooh, some big like mistake tamagotchi thing i mean it was totally oh, on purpose fuck. but it was just so easy that i could just and i was like i'm writing this off on my taxes you know what? <laughs> <laughs> It's for a video. It's like whatever. I'll write it off. It's fine. Just show it off in a video. (laughs) Speaking speaking of like, I I know that we're kind of going over and we should do our favorite thing soon. But I wanted to just mention I was on I was doing research today about like old video game consoles. And along the lines of you said of like when a new thing comes out and you're like, it can't get better than this. Just I I did some research today. A Nintendo product. I always think those can get better. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Well, here's here's something that I remember is back in the day when I got my N64 in like 1999 or like 2000 or something. Um, I thought it was incredible. And I thought I legitimately thought that it couldn't get better than an N64. Oh, yeah, like the graphics and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I looked today because I was like, I wonder what the resolution, the resolution of the N64. And it is 240p, the right. lowest, almost the lowest resolution you can get on a YouTube video. It's six or it's 426 by 240, which is 240p. But if you had that little like red expansion pack to put in the in the front for like Donkey Kong 64 or whatever, it upped the resolution to 640 by 480, which is like crazy. Bling bling. So it upped it from 240p to 480p, and it was like revolutionary. I remember the. I remember, I think I've mentioned this exact same thing before. I remember playing Tomb Raider, The Last Revelation, and thinking, I don't know how graphics are going to get better. <laughs> and I look at that game now, and she's the goddamn box. She's she the goddamn box. You could you could literally see the edge lines of the fucking polygons <laughs> on her face. <laughs> 
So I'm sure we'll be eating all of our words in about probably like six months when something better comes out. Now I'm just imagining like a, a little Pentium 3 trying to render those polygons and making enough heat to like power an entire house. <laughs> Like whirring in the background, like you're just just playing that game now, and you probably get like a thousand frames per second because yeah, it, your your computer's not, the fan isn't even kicking in. <laughs> your computer's like, am I in standby mode? What so is this? Weird. I tried to run the first Tomb Raider game the other day, and mm-hmm. they they're not optimized really well on Steam Core or I guess Crystal or whoever owns it now. Um, they just sucked at those ports. They the first one comes with DOSBox. Oh god. And it runs it in DOSBox. And it's like You're running a game within an emulation. That's never gonna be a good thing. So bad. It's so horrible. Yet they've ported like all of the old Tomb Raider games like onto mobile. And I'm like, and also some of them are in the Apple store and in the the app store or whatever. I'm like, guys, get your shit together. Yeah, why can't you just do that and put it on Steam? But no. That's not even no. a legit port. That's literally just emulating the game within DOS. Yeah, they're it's literally just different. making it so it can run on your computer. Like, just yeah. barely. Yeah, they're doing the bare minimum. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's like how you can run Oregon Trail in your browser now. Like, it's just an emulation. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess it's time for our favorite things. Should we do it? These are a few of our favorite things. So Sam and, and I so happens, realized that yeah. <laughs> our we didn't even have to talk about it. We automatically knew that our favorite things were the going to be the exact same thing oh, this yes. week. So uh, shall we say it at the exact same time? No, because it'll be laggy and then I'll have to sync it post-production. Uh, I see. Less work for <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Sorry. You say the first word and I'll say the second word. Disregard the lag. Okay. Chelsea. Does. Yeah. On Netflix. On uh, Netflix. It's so good. Oh my God. I, it's I didn't realize. So, good. so here, here's what happened. Here's what had happened was um I I knew that Chelsea was doing a like mini documentary series along with like a talk show that's coming later. I knew that the documentary series was coming first, but I wasn't keeping track of when it was going to be available until I saw your fucking tweet. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, it's on. And so what did I do for the rest of the day? I watched all four fucking episodes of it. And it was so, so good. Same. I have had it on my calendar ever since it was announced. Oh, my God. And I was ready. I had that entire day set aside to watch all of them. And I did have to, you know, I so what we've decided to do is there are four episodes. It's basically four separate documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we've decided to do is to pick our favorite episodes. Yes. Each of us, our favorite episode. Um, and my favorite, do you mind if I go first? Yeah, go right up. Go right ahead. I think my favorite one was the last one, the one on drugs. Same. Oh, oh fuck. no. Fuck. <laughs> well, we can That's also totally talk about fine. the racism one, too. Yeah, because um, everyone's talking about the racism one. I thought the drug one was really good. It had the best set of... So they were all sort of set up where they had a group of people talking around a table. And that was Mm -hmm. one of the main shots. And I thought they had the best group of people sort of like narrating that one. Yeah. And then it was just it was the right amount of um, humor and also information. Yeah, totally. And then I really enjoyed when they went to what country did they go to somewhere in I South America? Went, yeah, I think they went to Peru, Peru to do the how do you pronounce it? Ayo- ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. It made mm-hmm. me want to do ayahuasca. 
Same. Oh my God. I was, well, oh my God. Is, we should do a trip down there and record the podcast while we're on ayahuasca. It would just be us vomiting into a bucket for an hour and 15 minutes. That's, <laughs> that's exactly basically you know what that's this what sounds like. This That's basically what this podcast is. It's just word vomit. So I mean, true. I guess you got me there. Um, I would. So, no, I think I would be like Chelsea. I think I would have to seclude myself to do it. Because I, I thought that was probably, really, really interesting. It was. It was it was interesting to see that side of her. And then it was I don't know. I I think I would be afraid of dying doing it. Oh, totally. Do you know what I, I mean? W- I I would have that moment where it'd be like, I'm fucking dying. Like, yeah. What's happening to me? Drugs hit me really hard. And if something hits Chelsea Handler that hard and like she has an experience, I feel like I might die. But I <laughs> you still might wanna... physically die. That's <laughs> how you want to like, go. I'll take a sip of it. But I, it just it's I I want to have that experience. It seems interesting. Yeah, I what's interesting is before because um, I didn't know I didn't do any prior research to watching Chelsea does. And um, when it said Chelsea does drugs, I just assumed that she was just going to smoke a lot of weed and maybe like snort coke or something like do something like crazy, whatever. Right. What's funny is that I've watched a lot of um, just kind of over the years. um, I think it probably started with some Vice documentary or something back in 2010 or something. Um, I've watched a lot of programs specifically about ayahuasca and about kind of the how it's used and the properties of the drug in Peru. And it's used in many, many senses to detox off of other other drugs. A lot of people go to Peru and they do ayahuasca and then they like it completely alleviates the cravings that they had for like heroin or cocaine or crystal meth. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, (laughs) it has some sort of like high success rate. And for other people like, you know, like Chelsea and probably for these other people, like you can go through this like transformative experience and blah, blah, blah. But it, I don't know, it's its one thing when you see someone that's like, oh, I've known you for like an hour from looking at a, a documentary and then you go through this crazy experience. It's another thing seeing someone as fucking insane as Chelsea Handler, like actually have a powerful experience taking this drug. And I'm like, wow, maybe it. And like crying. I was yeah, like blown away. I was away like, oh my God, like, you're an actual human being, Chelsea. Like, yeah, what? it was weird. And then she was like, I need to be nicer to my sister. And I was like, I know. And oh I was like, God, oh, me too. <laughs> Totes twinsies. Well, I, I, I definitely, I think it was a perfect way to round out the series is because you kind of, you start the series, you know, the first couple episodes and Chelsea's obviously being her crazy, you know, blabbermouth trailer trash self. She's being Chelsea Handler. And I really liked how she kind of humanizes herself at the end of the drug episode. She's, she kind of, you know, gets a little more emotional with the viewer and she's, she's talking about, you know, I should be nice to my sister. And this was a really interesting and, and cool experience that I had. And I'm glad that I came down here and it was, it was more serious. And I, I loved that. I obviously I love crazy Chelsea, but it was nice kind of seeing that other side of her because I don't think that I've really, because I haven't really read her books. I've read uh, uh, some of them, um, but they were all kind of comedic in a sense. Right. Most, most of the way. And so I, I really, it was nice seeing that more uh, serious side of Chelsea. So. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting in the sense that it showed what a good interviewer she is. Yeah, she's like, so especially good. Especially in the racism one. Like oh you could God. tell that she did not go into that unprepared. Or at least oh, yeah, it no. didn't look like she went into that unprepared. If she did, then props to her for like 
pulling those questions out of her ass. But mm-hmm. I don't know. The, did you read any reviews of the entire series? No, I didn't. I, I just kind of watched it and then I, I kind of let it digest. I really didn't look any further into it. I only read a couple reviews of it after I was done. It, a few people didn't seem to like, I think it was a few people who just didn't really understand who Chelsea Handler was. Really? Yeah. But they were talking in particular about the racism one and about mm-hmm. how like they didn't like the first half of it. But then the second half was like really deep and the second half was really deep. Yeah, and it was so good. It was weird. It was like, I don't I, it was I really liked when she was sitting around the table with that group of I don't even know what they were. The PC people the like, <laughs> the you know what I mean? Basically, like all these people that um, were it's their job he- to like, they yeah. were representations of minorities. Right. And it, they well, they all had jobs that were like, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't. It was so weird. It was so weird to me. And there was one guy who. I don't I don't know. I don't, just go watch it. Just go fucking watch it. It's, it's so good. And it's on Netflix. It's good. It's funny slash serious probably my least favorite one is probably the marriage one though um, yeah I, I thought it kind of fell flat but i get through the marriage one and it just it i think it progressively got better it just yeah i agree it progressively got better and better so also i have a little ins- i have a tiny little inside scoop for you and other people who enjoy chelsea handler allegedly my sister's um best friend's brother works on a production company and Chelsea is allegedly filming an episode of the second part or the second season of that for Netflix regarding polygamy in Billings, Montana. Wow. So he was over there um, and he told my sister a little bit about it or something. So maybe that'll wow. come to fruition. That's a scoop. And like, whatever. Billings is the armpit of Montana. So, of course, there would be fucking polygamists <laughs> over there. So I have an honorable mention for favorite Ooh, you thing. Do? Uh, oh, good. Please. The X the X Files series came out. Oh yeah, which yeah, I've that... also had on my calendar. Oh, and when this goes up, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider will be live. But I'm not. Oh I'm my gonna, god, I'm gonna hold my breath and I'm oh gonna I'm gonna give you all a review when that's done. But, oh please, uh, I cannot wait for that review. I've loved the X Files return so far. I think it's been really good. My only issue is, have you seen the episodes yet? No, I, I'm not really into the X-Files. I never really oh, got okay. into it. But like, I, I know it's good. Like, I'm not going to debate like, oh, I don't watch X-Files because it's stupid. Like, I just haven't had the time Like, because I need to get into the past, like the OG X-Files and then get to now. But I, right. I, I was I knew that the X-Files was getting a reboot and I knew that it was happening and whatever. Um, but I'll, I I was reading that a lot of people were disappointed, though. But then I was reading that a lot of people really loved it. So I'm just kind of confused of. Well, I think they were disappointed because people keep saying stick it out to the third episode. It's gotten really good rating so far. Yeah. Um, And there was some buzz about it being extended or like renewed for a full season if the actors Hmm. wanted to do it. But um, I there it's bookended sort of this mini series of six episodes with um, like the mythology of the series episodes, which are like it's always been really heavy and like. Really sort of confusing, honestly. If I were yeah. rewatching all of the next all of the X Files stuff on Netflix, I usually skip those episodes because I mm. just want like the random monster of the week episodes. Yeah. And um the third one is supposed to be a little bit more silly and it's supposed to get back to that. 
But um, oh my God, they, if you, here's my advice for the people watching it. If you haven't watched it yet, turn mm -hmm. on your subtitles because, okay, I know I'm a mumbler. I am a self-proclaimed huge victim, or not a victim, whatever. I am, I mumble everything that I say. Oh, and, same. But oh my God, they mumbled <laughs> the shit out of all of their lines. And I could, <laughs> if I didn't have my, I'm one of those people who watches TV exclusively with subtitles on. Yeah. Partially, I don't want to miss anything. Right. Well, sometimes I just like to, I like to see how um, a writer thought that was written. I don't yes. know. And, and then I also like to catch mistakes as well. But yes, true. <laughs> But the I needed them for the X Files because I could not understand what some That's of the lines so were. So funny! They oh were my like God. whispering, and I was like, "I can't! I can't!" You I'm, guys, I don't have bad ears, and I can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a good tip. Good tip of the week. That's my tip Turn of the week. Turn your fucking subtitles on for X Files. Yes, so. and watch Chelsea does if you haven't watched it already. It's on it's Netflix. It's so good. It's on Netflix. Just go to it. It's there. Oh, it's so good. Um, now I believe we have a voicemail and we have a text. Yeah. Which one do we want to do first? Uh, let's go ahead and do the voicemail. Okay. This voicemail is from, um, guy from Holland. I don't know what we called you last time, but his name's Kevin. Um, and he's been in the, the streaming live streams and I always call him hot or whatever, but he has a question for us and we will play that now. Hey guys, it's Kevin, AKA Holland guy. It's been like over a year since I've last called, so yeah. Joe, since you always mention Blackout by Britney, I recently thought I'd give it a try, and that album has some jams. Especially Peace of Me has been my jam over the last week. I've recently also been enjoying the gaming channel streams, and Sam always being there to hit on me, which is always a nice ego boost, of course. So I have a little witcher rather for you guys. Would you rather have no hair at all, so like not a single body hair, but also no hair in your head, no eyelashes, no eyebrows, or would you like to be super hairy, like a, like a bear kind of thing, like chest hair or back hair, a beard, all of it? Dying to hear what you think. Um, I personally would go for being a bear, I think. Well... Love you guys. Hope to hear from you soon. Bye. Thank you, Kevin. This is a really interesting question. And yeah, thank um, you so much for calling us directly all the way from Holland again. I hope that your phone bill doesn't destroy you. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. Sam does tend to get a little bit flirty in my chat. I get a little frisky in the chat. Moderating. You know? I'm going to need to put him on a leash, to be honest, or get him... Need to, you Spade and or neutered. I don't know which is which. You need to get so. me both spade and neutered. <laughs> I don't want to know about that. Yeah, that's your business. That's not my business. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for calling in. Um, you have a very interesting question. Um, so, Kevin, let me I'll just reiterate. He said, would you rather have no body hair, including like no head hair, eyelashes, eyebrows, etc.? Um or be a complete bear, like super hairy and like back hair and like nose hair and like hair coming everywhere. And he said that he would um, rather be a bear than have no body hair. Oh, OK. So, Joe, as someone who already has no body hair, what would you? Uh... 
Well, see, the thing is, though, I do have body hair and I do, well, yeah, I you do. work really hard to fight against that body <laughs> hair. <laughs> it is a losing battle with like that stubble that you grow. It, it is, is. Oh, my God. The, oh, the, the, the benefit of the having no hair for me would be having no facial hair. Yeah, it that's what I was thinking of. Bothers the shit out of me. I hate having to shave my face. It, I always get irritated. Like, no matter what kind of razor I use, no matter what kind of whatever I use, electric, safety razor, double edge, whatever, I will always get irritation on my face. It's just a very sensitive part of my body. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, when I think of not having eyelashes and eyebrows, though, those are kind of important to me. Right? I mean, like, you can draw in eyebrows, but, like, eyelashes? I guess I could wear fake eyelashes every day, but then I would be spending the time shaving, putting on fake eyelashes. Exactly. Like, you you wouldn't be saving any time, honestly. But I don't know. I think I would actually choose to be completely hairless. As much as I I actually like hair on other parts of my body— Mm-hmm. But I think that I would choose to be hairless just so I would not have to shave my face. I hate shaving my face and my neck. Yeah, I feel but that. But I would date uh, someone hairy. That's not an issue with me at all. Nice. Interesting. I mean, like, I, I definitely thought that you were going to go for no body hair. So mm-hmm. it happens. And then I'm, I'm going to go for being a complete bear because I need anything masculine in my life that I can fucking grapple my hands onto. So hair so, is masculine. I mean, in my eyes. Okay. Uh, or you could just <laughs> maybe just like staple a hairy badge somewhere and be like, that is a man. You're so tall. Oh. I just imagine you would be like walking through the woods like Bigfoot. That's that's the goal. That's what I'm assuming that I'm gonna look like if I have like back hair and stuff. Because like I have chest hair and like whatever, but it's not a lot. Like I could probably count my fucking chest hairs, but I thank God every day for what I have. Um, <laughs> but you know, you are still like I don't know. Let me. I'm trying to think of how much body hair I had when I was your age. Surely I had more than what you have now. <laughs> really. <laughs> Yes, I I probably look like someone who doesn't have a lot of body hair, but that's because I try not. I used to try not, especially hard to not have it. Now I don't care so much, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Well, I guess you're I'll... like you're pretty hairless. I mean, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Give me more hair, God. Are you there, God? <laughs> it's me, Bigfoot. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> So, yeah, well, thank you so much, Kevin. Um, Maybe next time you call, Joe will look like a cancer patient and I will look like Bigfoot. They already look like a cancer patient. So, yeah, it's just like it just sounds like that your your concept of having no body hair is just like after a really aggressive round of chemo or something. (laughs) It does not sound fun. Like, hopefully it's like not as sickly. You don't always lose your hair during like chemo and radiation, though, do you? I don't know. I think it's I think it's very uh, I, I probably depends on the person. I think it depends I, I think, on the person. I think it depends on the person. And it probably depends on the amount of chemo and radiation that you're getting and like the like the doses and stuff like that. <laughs> OK, Dr. Ramioli I'm, here. Once I am, again. I, I mean, you know, you're you're Professor Bork song. So, <laughs> you know, in your fucking Barbara wig. Uh, teaching one of us dated someone class. with cancer. Raise your hand uh, if you've ever dated someone with cancer. I'm I mean, raising I, my I, hand. Are you raising yours? <laughs> 
I could I could have dated someone who will develop cancer in the future. So uh, that does not count whatsoever. I completely forgot about cancer. Uh, who guy. went oh on God. a date with someone while they went to get chemo? <laughs> oh yeah, you did that. Oh my God, I've had a How weird long life. How ago was this? Um, two thousand five or six years ago, maybe. Oh my God, I don't remember. What a life! What a life! They've led, and I've led, and we've all led, to be honest. We have a text message from New York City. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm just transitioning into the next subject. Honestly, I have nothing to lose, so. <laughs> this text says, Hi, Sam and Joe. Andrew from Brooklyn here again. You guys asked for celebrity interview recommendations, and since you guys love to drag Floptina, why not bring her on the show? I also oh have God. a bit of a challenge for you two. Would you be interested in doing one or two minutes of the podcast in an ASMR style? Love the show and you too. Smiley face. Oh, thank you so much. Although, yeah, thank uh, you, Andrew. <laughs> Hope you are I, staying warm in New York right now. I feel like it's a blizzard right there. Okay, the amount of posts that I've seen of people making really shitty igloos and then making like fake, fake Airbnb um, ads for them is like, you know, new, new New York apartment, you know, $3,500 a month. And it's like a fucking igloo outside in Times Square. Like so many of those. It's oh, I haven't seen any of those. Oh, really? Oh, it's becoming a meme on Tumblr. You'll get it eventually. I don't do Tumblr anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I understand. Oh, that's beneath me. So it's so beneath me. Like, you know, <laughs> like all the furries are there. Uh, all the furries are there, Joe. Maybe you should come uh, come over to Tumblr. Only like wolf furries are the only ones that get me going. Like tall I'm wolf sure, furries. I'm sure there's a blog for that. <laughs> <laughs> I will be looking it up after we're done with this. Mm. Um, okay, so would we bring Flaptina on the show? I'm yes. trying to think of what sort of accent Flaptina has because, wait, who did we? We interviewed Barbara. We interviewed Adele. Yeah, Adele what and is, Barbara. I, I think that's it. Uh, what did, let me try to do a, let me try to uh, channel my inner Flaptina. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know Flaptina like, was living in a gutter in Louisiana. Welcome to the show. I just, I just imagine, okay, I just imagine Flaptina like mumbling as she has like tacos in her face. She's just, she's, she's just always eating a burrito and they're just like trying to talk. Aww. That's what Flaptina sounds like in my mind. I honestly, in my mind, I'm trying to listen to her talk. I think she has a really, a really um, high pitched voice though. I think she sounds really um, like, like a young girl kind of. Really, I don't. I, I don't remember the last time that I looked up Christina Aguilera interview on YouTube. Well, like, I've heard her uh, talk to people on The Voice. Oh yeah, I forgot that she's on The Voice. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. And I, it's her. It, I think there's a very big contrast between her speaking and her singing voice. I mean, so I'm assuming I think if I were gonna do a voice for Flaptina, I would probably sing the entire interview. I feel like that's accurate. I feel like that's really accurate. Um, and so would we be interested in doing one or two minutes as an ASMR style? Oh, I it's a shame like... this is mono. So I would just like, Oh, yeah. I'm scratching the mic right now a little bit. <laughs> mm, are you? I'm scratching. No. It's like I'm scratching your head, right? Scratch and sniff. 
Oh no. Oh god. Oh my god. Do you remember they have had like several attempts at like smellovision? Like haven't they? Really? Recently? I don't know. They keep trying to invent television with smell, and I'm like, no. That is the worst it. idea. I don't wanna I want my apartment and I want my house to smell like me and my things, not any shit that can be on TV. Yeah, I don't want someone setting a fucking smell through the telephone. I don't want, how did that person describe it in their book, toupee glue, whenever (laughs) Donald Trump comes on my television? (laughs) Mm -hmm, I don't want it to smell like toupee glue and sadness. It probably smells like expired bourbon and sweat. Oh, I don't even want to think about how he smells. Honestly, imagine Donald Trump... Imagine a fursuit after it's done dancing with Donald Trump inside of it. That would be disgusting. There would be like pieces of hair and you wouldn't know if they were like from the suit or like from his head, like flying around. Oh, my God. Talk about a nightmare. Anyway, my answer to this question is no. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I finally got there. I would not be interested in doing one or two minutes of the podcast ASMR style. This is not NPR. This, yeah, um, this is not NPR, but like I, <laughs> the main part is like I could not take it seriously for two minutes. Like no, I could not God. seriously do ASMR for two minutes. I would laugh. Yeah, I would just like be there's no way I'd be able to cackling. Keep I would not be able to keep that together whatsoever. So there you go. Your I would AS- do an ASMR video though, but I would do a um I would do a non-speaking one. I don't like talking in ASMR videos. I actually hate it. Mm-hmm. I like like scratching noises. Like mm-hmm. um, wood ear cleaning. Yeah, ear cleaning. I like those uh, microphones that are ears, you know, and they would like oh, yeah. rub the ears or like rub the head, the dummy's head or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like scratching on wood. Um. Oh my god, phloem. You know, Ooh, like I've yeah, I I know what phloem is. I've never seen an ASMR involving it. Um, I love like the sticky sound of that. I've been Ooh. like my ASMR. Ever since that video where we talked about how I finally got into ASMR, I've made like an entire playlist where I just oh my go god <laughs> all the time, like every single day of my life, I listen to an ASMR video. Dedicated. It's so relaxing to me, even if it doesn't make my brain tingle or anything. It's just mm-hmm. like relaxing. I feel that way. it's to- it's definitely re- relaxing. I'm not into ASMR as much as I should be because I feel like it would let me de-stress a lot more. Mm-hmm. But. I do come across it, um, except for today when I was I I was watching like an interview, like a political a political interview with Rachel Maddow or something. And the related all of the related videos on the side for YouTube were like Michael Jackson death conspiracies. And I have no idea where YouTube got that. But of course, I started watching those after I was done with that interview. So that's where I was today. I was deep what? in like the do they think like, he's you, not dead or, well, or was it about how he died? Oh, there, there's like a bunch of different. There's ones of just like, you know, he's not dead. He's just he did that to get out of the spotlight. There's one that he got assassinated by the Illuminati. There's one where like it links his death to 9-11. Like there is. So the, the general incredible. typical craziness sort of. Oh, I love it. I, some, do you ever just like get in those moods where you're like, I wonder what the fuck the craziest part of YouTube has to say about things? Not so much anymore. Uh, Not so much anymore. After nine years, I'm ready to. Mm. It's just like one more loop around the rope for me. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) One more not in the news. One more not in the news, you could say, as the saying goes. (laughs) 
as the sand goes. Oh, well, I think that's all we have for you guys this week. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Please call, text, send us emails. We always need new material from you guys, and we love hearing from you. Yes, definitely. Um, Sam, I'm sure you're about to say everything that they can do, right? Uh, <laughs> Facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. You can tweet at us. You can call us. The number's coming up. Um, they can email us. Voice memo yeah. is fine. The show Sam and Joe at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, you can send us uh, messages telepathically. Oh, Neither yeah, of us could... will, re- will receive them. We're not smart. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you can, can send try. us a kick. Could, <laughs> oh my god I, if we had a kick I, ha- I would i would put the ultimate knot in the noose okay that would i would be the kick, final knot <laughs> i would kick myself in the throat i would kick myself in the fucking throat if i had a kick if you see us in person you can actually just kick us like physically i'm ready that's ready it. To do it bye yep that's it thanks guys so much um <laughs> thank you we guys love for you, listening etc yes um, we love you guys very much and um there will be a bonus episode for the patrons at the yes. uh, on the patreon page yes there will be and uh, i guess for the rest of you we'll see y'all next week bye guys bye guys Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments. Or leave us a message on our Facebook at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Aaron B. Albert H. Alex P. Allison B. Andrew W. Andrew M. Austin B. Brian M. Chris K. Krizel. Cody C. David J. Emily T. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jonathan S. Jorge M. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Marvin H. Megan C. Pedro B. Robin C. Shelby A. Sophie S. Thomas G. Vincent L. William R. Zachy. And Pablo F. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The The Show! Show.